in a world looking for something to listen to. A group of friends rise to the challenge. It's Pop Samurai. Hello, everybody. I'm Jelani Hoon, and we're here bringing you another Mighty Milwaukee Mighty Con, <laughs> Milwaukee Mighty Con interview with artist extraordinaire Philo Barnhart. How are you today, sir? I am doing very well. Paul is here, also. Yes, I am, <laughs> and I'm uh, looking right now at the list of the many things that you've been a part of. Uh, everything we got. Plastic Man, the Smurfs, Jim, uh, Godzilla. That's the yeah. '80s cartoon. That goes back. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah it was I, with, uh, Doug Wildey who did the original Johnny Quest show. I'm I'm awesome. Grew up with that <laughs> at the moment. The Beauty and the Beast, Little Mermaid, uh, Rescuers Down Under, and my video games, Dragons Air Space Ace. Yes, Dragons Air Two, the Time War. Yes, I spent much. Many, many quarters on those games. That was the idea. Yeah. <laughs> it, it worked. You, it definitely worked. You, you're a big part of not only I'm a youngin on the, on the show. I'm the youngin of the show. You're a big part in creating such a great artist, artistry, uh, artwork. I'm sorry. Artwork for my childhood. And I mean, I, maybe I'm not, I don't think I'm overstepping, but possibly... Paul, who is the elder of our group, that's right. as well. I mean, yeah, well, I'm, is... I'm starting to find that out from an awful lot of people. When you're working on these shows and movies, you, you're not thinking about that kind of thing. Yes. Like, what kind of impact will I have in the future? But it's been pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. and just just the just to meet you right now is is is. In, in, I fulfilled something for me right now. Well, bless you. I've, Thank I've checked you. It out. You yeah. you you are uh, have been on many things that I've seen. In my childhood, it affected me in ways that I, I guess I can't, I can't even explain to you right now. Just, just knowing and meeting you right now, it, it's an honor. I'm just going to say that right you. now. I just got to get that out of the way. Thank because, you very much. I appreciate um, it. Now, I'm awestruck. I'm sorry. Uh, but but <laughs> I guess the, the, the question I just want to get, get, I guess we'll have a couple questions. It's an interview. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how did you get into doing what you're doing right now i mean what what led you to the place where you are right now i mean well it was a roundabout way i uh, my parents met at disney in 1944 but uh, uh when i came along in 1957 uh, my parents said that i started drawing at the age of three and they, they had the proof yeah <laughs> because they saved my drawings and wrote my age at the time i did them oh and uh, starting at three i, I found them in uh, my father's house when he passed away one day but, I would uh, like to have those three three year old drawings. So yeah. I put them on the wall. It's like, hmm, yes, this this is an original Barnhart. But yes. What's, what struck me as funny it was the subject matter of those drawings. Oh, really? Can you probably guess what they were? Um, I'm afraid that. <laughs> well, well, if it's they a were, three, it was they a, were dancing princesses in flowing gowns with birds alighting on their fingers on their outstretched hands. Uh-huh. And I said, well, this I guess what? I was predisposed. This sounds like but, a masterpiece. <laughs> yeah. Along the way, um, I just had a fairly normal childhood, but I was always encouraged to draw. You know, every class I was in, every grade. Nice. The grade, really school, the grade school system. And um, um, that's when they still encourage kids to be creative. And, uh, oh, I don't yeah. know if the art programs are really as 
firmly pushed as they used to be. Yeah, I, I didn't get any of that with the yeah. schools I went to. I, yeah. I had, a, you know, an art, an art teacher who was really uh, into trying to push it, but the school didn't push it. So it, he yeah. was trying to, he was fighting against the tide, I guess. Well, there's either you know, no money for it or, or yeah, there was a lot no, of that, no so. inspiration for it or whatever. But um, I, I would always listen to my parents talk about what they did at, at the studio, at the dinner table over dinner. Mm-hmm. I mean, with um, you know, my two brothers and my sister and myself. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a fairly normal childhood, yeah. but I kept on drawing and creating and dreaming like kids do. Okay. And um, had a very overactive imagination. My brothers could make me think there was a monster waiting for me in my room. And you draw uh, in the middle of the day with the bright sun and everything and you know things like that I was terrified so I've always had a very strong imagination <laughs> but um, saw saw the movies on their re-releases uh, mm-hmm. my dad would sometimes rent the films you could do that as an employee rent the films and okay. bring them home on 35mm and okay. borrow the projector as well mm-hmm. and uh, um have a party and, and show mo- Disney movies to the neighborhood kids or something. Okay. That's great. And um, uh, by way of that, um, I started to get kind of interested in it, but um, mm-hmm. wanted to explore other things. So okay. I got more into music and singing and so on. Okay. My brothers are both musicians and uh, got more into that and then started combining art with music, uh, doing stage shows and things like that. And, uh, then, Yellow Submarine came out. Ooh, <laughs> that was a game changer for me in, what, 68 or 9, whenever that came out. And um, um, it was the same for my friend Charles that I'm here with. Uh, that, that film got him turned on to animation again. So I thought, you know, uh, this is such a different style from Disney, and that's what turned me on about it. It was pop art, and it was animated. I, re- I remember seeing that for the first time as like a small child and mm-hmm. all I knew was like I didn't really understand what was going on mm-hmm. but I really liked it yeah which was great yeah it's it, it's um, very esoteric kind of a, a, a film um, for animation it was written by the his name escapes me right now but he wrote uh, Jonathan Livingston Seagull and he was the author of the screenplay Okay. And it was produced by, uh, um, I'm going to blank out again, but he also did the Beatles animated the Saturday morning show. Yeah, nice. Uh, as well. um, I'll think of it possibly in the next <laughs> sure, few seconds. Sure. But sure. anyway, uh, uh, I said, I'm going to think about doing this again. Uh, by then I was about 11 years old. When I was 15, I saw Pinocchio on a re-release for the first time. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, I've never seen it before and I really said, wow, you know, people created this thing and it's so alive and yes. wonderful and, and emotional and moving. I said, the, the power that you, you have doing animation of this kind. So when I was 16, I went over to the studio and um, Walt had already passed away. Okay. I actually knew Walt. That's another story. Oh, but, um, that's, that's I great. I was seven years old at the time. Okay. But, uh, I was up for the part of Christopher Robin, uh, and I lost it to the director's son. Okay. Um, but uh, my consolation prize was appearing in Mary Poppins with my father. Okay. Because Walt, yeah. Walt felt bad that I'd lost the part because he, he was hoping I would get it too. 
told me what how he saw Christopher Robin. And okay. He explained it to me as you would a child, so that I understood. So, you so who do you appear as in uh, Mary Poppins? I'm flying a kite with my father. We're, we're wearing the Edwardian costumes they got for us. And uh, we're flying a kite. We're out of focus, but we're in the background. It's, okay. it's still cool. That's yeah. Be part of that. Yeah. But uh, um, I know I was digressing. But, uh, uh, so I went to see Andy Engman at the studio. Okay. He was, uh, the liaison between professional staffing and, uh, and the animation department. Okay. And had spent most of his career in animation. Okay. So he, he gave me a lot of tips. Of course, I was underage, too underage to start at okay. that time. But he says, you know, the thing about hands, you know, you need to know what's underneath so that you can draw them successfully. He says, I would suggest you take life drawing. And it's basically the same thing they tell everyone that wants to get an animation. Okay. The hand-drawn kind, not the digital kind. Okay. You don't need to know how to draw anymore to do the digital stuff. Okay. But anyway, uh, digressing again. But um, he says, take some life drawing. And, uh, so I did. And uh, I actually kind of abandoned uh, the idea of getting an animation. I thought, it's too lofty at this time. I'm not going to try. So um, instead, at UCLA, I studied uh, product and advertising design. Oh, really? <laughs> Graphic design, yeah. And... Uh, then my father comes home and the animation business re-enters my life. He says, how would you like to take uh, Harry Love's um, in-between class, that's the entry level of the business, at Hanna-Barbera two nights a week? I said, I think that would be fun. I could finally learn how to make things move on paper. So uh, I and 29 other people enrolled in the class. Okay. And they were all out of art schools. And... Um, we all studied together for a couple months, and we all got hired. And oh, that's, that's great. These were the same people that became my friends for a lifetime in the business. Okay. So that was the beginning, Hannah Bergera. Oh, nice. yes. And there's so many great characters I mean, that came out of that. Yeah, and then you, this, I mean, from there it led on to more yeah. things, and especially the Disney And then stuff. eventually back to Disney. Yeah. And, yeah, and then you took part in... Sooner guess, or later, it's Be- all Disney. Beauty and the Beast, uh, I mean, Re- Re- Rescue the Down Unders, these are movies that yeah. I've seen in my childhood. Of course, this um, year, it's, it's sooner or later, everything's Star Trek, because it's their 50th anniversary. Yes, yes. And I had the opportunity in 79 to work on the movie, the first one. Oh, my, my, my. So, who should I get to sit with at the rap party? Gene Roddenberry and Majel Barrett Roddenberry. And Grace Lee Whitney. You, you... You, you've there was no other place to sit, and this nice man that's, was gesturing for us to come over. That's great. And I was very blue because we just seen the film at uh, the um, Academy of Motion Picture Arts mm-hmm. and Sciences building on Wilshire Boulevard in California, and um, my unit was left off the credits because <laughs> oh. we uh. were latecomers mostly. Uh. You have to have a certain amount of footage in, in any movie by the union contract to get a screen credit, so mm-hmm. we were left off. So that made up for it. He says, you seem rather blue. And I said, we were left off the credits. He oh, says, boy. Well, if it was up to me, Philo, you would have, you would have been on there. But I also met Jerry Goldsmith at the time, who did our score for Star Trek. And then later he came over and did Secret of Nim with us in Secret of Nim. 1982. Yeah. I, I, I've worn yeah. out that VHS so many times. It's my, uh, my that's, yeah, that's another great I one. I think I still have the VHS as well. My, my poor brother, he, he, uh, he says, please... Let me take you to the rap party, and I can meet and you know introduce me to Jerry Goldsmith. So I did, and oh, he was boy. just flabbergasted. So yeah, I, I'm looking at a lot of the credits here, and then I see uh, 
Right. You also have uh, Black Cauldron in here, That's which right. is a, a pretty dark Disney movie, but. Yes, Such, I was. love it. I mean, there, there's stuff that's even darker than that now, but uh, you know, we were mindful that it was probably going to be, you know, not everyone's cup of tea at the time. Yeah. 1985. I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking yeah. at your filmography as well. I'm I'm looking through stuff as well. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we we did water it down some to try to curtail that, but it still ended up, you know, being a kitty horror film. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, we had uh, Gurgi to soften. But, but, but Secret of Nim even scared people So when yeah. they were kids. Yeah, I mean, like, growing up during my age, I was growing, I grew up in the 90s, and then uh, seeing Secret of Nim when I first saw it, um, yeah, it, it had, like, but it had this beautiful art style. It, it, it was what pushed me to get into um, a little bit of drawing myself. Mm-hmm. When I saw it, it was like, it, it had this, this, this look to it that, that, that was so great, and I'm, I'm just... Again, mm-hmm. just talking to you right now. Is yeah, we, that, uh, we developed our own style. That was mostly uh, driven by Don Bluth himself and uh, John Pomeroy, who I worked with uh, exclusively yeah, on uh, the film. It is, again, But, but uh, <laughs> you know, it really, when you, when you hear that children were, that children were frightened, uh, it really depends on the child, because I would see something like that when I was a kid and, and get all excited, you know, yeah. and say, Ooh, I want to know how they created that. You know, yeah. I mean, the scene with the owl. Certainly, it was scary, but to me as a kid, but uh, especially that uh, scene in Pinocchio where the the kid turns into the donkey. Yeah. Oh yeah, Yeah. that's always kind of hands turn into the hooves. Yeah, Yeah, I I tell you, that's that was always the fear of mine too when I'd go down to Disney World and I'd head over to Pleasure Island. Yeah. See what I might get myself into. <laughs> kids, kids were wetting their pants when they saw Snow White and the witch came on screen. Oh yeah, yeah. That's. Uh, I I just remember my parents. It taking depends me, on the era too, <laughs> right? My parents taking us to the drive-in theaters to see all these re-releases was always, you know, such a great thing, and it was such an inspiration for my childhood. Uh, even you know, even into adulthood, I, I got really scared at one point. Like, would it be weird? If I take my then girlfriend to see Beauty and the Beast, <laughs> and it's a, such a phenomenal movie that you would see more adults in the theater at times than you would see children. Well, it just again, there were people in tears when the lights came up, and I said, "Wow, again, animation has proven the power of uh, you know." I, I would tell my students here in Milwaukee over at Mayat, uh, Milwaukee Institute of Art and Design, where I taught for four years. Um, I, I showed them uh, The Illusionist all the way through, the French film that uh, was based on a Jacques Tati uh, screenplay that he wrote in 57, the year I was born, actually. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, they were in tears when the lights came up, and I said, you see, you just got emotionally dragged through the coals by ink and paint and and frames of film. <laughs> I, and they said, yeah, it's got a lot of power if you do it correctly. When uh, Disney, oh, down Disney World in, in Florida, uh, back when it was MGM, they had uh, the um, the film, the studio, the uh, artist area. And I, I had the honor to uh, walk behind the glass and mm-hmm. see them drawing uh, Little Mermaid and Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I was there one time when they were doing Aladdin. But the one, one of the great things that stood out about it 
is there's a film that was right before that where that showed like the emotions that you can go through with yeah. these cartoons. Yeah. And they did this whole sad scene mm-hmm. and it was like, man, you know, you're trying to think of the things. Cause it's like, don't do this to me. Yeah. Don't make me well, tear see, up and then walk out into the public. See, it's really sneaky. And, yeah. Um, uh, time because we use color as well as the animation mm-hmm. and the soundtrack. You know, everything has to work together to make that emotion work. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, again, it, and this is just talking about just your your contributions to just some of the, the, the staples of animation uh, uh, like Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast. And then you worked on some ch- some childhood uh, uh, TV shows of mine. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I've, I've seen the Godzilla uh, cartoon back in the day when right. you know, it's, 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 it's something that... that, that Godzilla, you, Godzilla, Godzuki. That's, that's the only reason I have a Shogun Godzilla. Uh-huh. And that's the only reason why I own that thing. Uh-huh. Is cause it's not because of the actual movies. It's because of that cartoon. Yeah. And it looks so close to that cartoon. Uh-huh. I've never been able to let, let that well, piece go. It was a fun cartoon to stylize. Yeah. And, it, come it, up with. yeah. and then I, we were talking about, because we have a big age difference. I'm 45. He's in his 20s. And uh, well, we're I'm, talking about... I'm even farther away from you folks. I'm 59 now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We're all getting up there. I'll be 60 next May. Oh. <laughs> may, may you have a long, long love Thank you. Yeah. I just had heart surgery to uh, July 14th. So. Oh, doing yeah. good, though? Oh, good. yeah. I hope you're doing yeah. good. I am. Yeah, very excited to still be here. When, <laughs> when we were uh, talking about the 70s cartoons, he was asking what I grew up with like in the 70s and 80s, and he was astounded when I tried explaining to him what fang face was oh yeah <laughs> it was like, amazing to me today i'm seeing like all these great credits like beauty and the beast and little mermaid and stuff and not to downplay you know fang face but it was so and great. he works with silver phoenix entertainment because he's awesome and great that's right <laughs> that's right that's ongoing right now yeah that's yeah. great i mean we, we just talked to jamie lee king earlier and she, mm-hmm. she did an interview with us and it was no. awesome um, yeah, that, that, that was Charles, by the way, folks. <laughs> yeah, Charles from, from uh, yeah. Charles D. Moisson. This is like photo bobbing, but audio ish Audio bobbing. That's right. And when going through it, I mean, uh, uh, now, I mean, you're working with, uh, again, I was going to bring it up, but you're mm-hmm. working with uh, uh, Silver Phoenix for the, uh, Entertainment. I am. And, yes. Uh, what is it that you're, you're doing now? Well, uh, uh, um, a uh, number of things, but primarily a um, uh, uh, new comic called Whispers from the Void, mm-hmm. um, where there are four female monsters, mm-hmm. and uh, um, they work together to battle uh, what they consider other evil monsters. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> and Charles so, could explain it better, but yeah. uh, 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 the, the main, um, the mother of the group, if you will, is uh, nice. Idonia. Uh-huh. And she is considered the mad scientist of the group. Oh, then, then there's her flesh construct creation, and is named Ruth. Oh my! I, and there is a smart Alec vampire named Callie. Oh, nice! Uh, she's nice. very sarcastic at all yes. times. Nice. And um, there is a ghost. Callie's a jerk. Yeah, she is. <laughs> but I, I kind of like her just the same. But uh, uh, Blythe is um, is the resident ghost. Oh, and uh, she, she has the um, unfortunate aspect of draining people of their life 
if they're around her for more than what what is it, Charles? Four minutes? Yes. Uh, if she's within ten minutes, they, okay. they will, will wrinkle up and their life force will be completely gone. Nice. Oh, so right. so they jokingly uh, Callie actually calls her jokingly blight. Not blight. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds and, um, so good. I'm working on the second book and uh, basically redesigned the characters from where they were. A wonderful artist named uh, Moran, oh. who lives in Scotland, uh, did the first book, and it's just beautiful. And now, now you're working but, on the second um, book to bring but, it to life. Uh, Charles' idea was to make it a little more animated looking. Oh, nice. So that's Very where nice. I came in. Oh, that's that's so good. <laughs> I can't wait to. Uh, you know, I might have to check it out. I have to go and check it out. What, what we got going on here. Yeah, uh, it's it's so nice to be just to, just to sit in your presence right now and talk to you. someone who affected my childhood so much and well, Paul's childhood as well. I mean, I'm happy uh, that it yeah. was for the better. Yeah, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was yeah. For the better. I mean, just, yeah. Well, just, you might just, want to talk to my parents about that. Uh, I'm glad it wasn't detrimental. Oh, yeah, uh, much appreciated. This is Moran's book. Yes. Yes. This, this, so this is the first issue that yes. you made, yeah, my, and then you're working on the this second is, one this currently. Is, this is beautiful too. You'll have to look at it. Yes, I but, will um, have to. It'll, it'll, the, the, all the monsters in this universe are also reflections of the seven deadly sins. Ooh, yeah. Nice. You got that, Trent Boyce. Read this inside cover. Everything in yellow, except the top. Uh, read the yellow. Okay. Read the yellow for us. All right. Read the yellow. Yeah. Or is he going to be able to paraphrase? Read the yellow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. In a diabolical world, four women who many consider monsters, come together to challenge the forces of evil. The supernatural and haunting world of whispers from the void is, sim- oh, I'm sorry, I messed this up, is similar to ours, with several taboo expectations. Magic works, aliens exist. Monsters are real, the dark forces that inhabit the world of whispers from the void are very strong. Monsters exist and are considered sinful, but tolerated up to a point. And only if they remain and on- oh, I'm, I really wish I could do two takes on this. <laughs> and only if they remain underground. All monsters can be divided into several seven categories corresponding to the seven deadly sins: ghosts, envy, vampires, gluttony, flesh. Constructs, zombies, and golems, wrath, clockwork people, robots, and artificial life forms equals sloth. Sloth. Mad scientists and witches, pride. Succubi and demons, lust. Dragons, mummies, and fairy folk. I'm I'm sorry. Avarice hope. Avarice hope for a. (laughs) Bright future of certain and almost, you know what? I'm. We need to double take this. No, we don't. We're no, it's, it's, oh, it's standing. It's standing. Yeah. It's real. Jeez, I was doing so it's, good. It's gotta be real. All it's gotta right, be real. This is real. I can this, do some this real is emotion. this is where uh, this is where MPS left me with uh, my ability to do great great reading. All right. <laughs> While the forces of good usually win, victory <laughs> tends to involve great sacrifice. The end is, is causing some problems. Me. Different cultures have different spells and magical systems, including dark magic. Unavoidably, the price <laughs> is very heavy for the forces 
of good and redemption is difficult for those who choose the path of dark magic. Thank you. Well, that's, oh, wow, wow, wow. Man, I'm really dropping the ball on this it's one, It's okay, guys. it's okay. That's all right, man. I, I think this is as far as I can go I on this one. I think they got the gist of it. They, they got, got the gist of it. You guys gist. need yeah. to check out Whispers from the Void. It's, uh, oh, yes, please do. Yeah, issue number Definitely. one right now. They're going to get oh, issue oh, number two going. Zombie Annihilation as well. Hey, do you all want to see Zombie Annihilation? Sure. I believe they, <laughs> I believe so. Yes. That, uh, so you're so, working um, on uh, Zombie Annihilation? Is that what you're working on as well? I, I did a cover for Zombie Annihilation, but uh, he, Charles named a character after me in the book. Ooh, <laughs> Second nice. one. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's, it's been, it, this is great. I, I enjoy, I enjoyed our talk here. You, you, again, I, I can't say it enough. I mean, the secret, uh, secret of the Nim, um, an American Tale. I've, I've, I, that, that one I've, I've seen so many times uh, as yeah, well. well. I only did a little bit on the American Tale. I was only on it for about three or four weeks, but uh, yeah. but it's in the film. It's in the it's, film. It's one it's or two scenes. <laughs> yeah, it, it's such a great impact. Like in, uh, like I said, within our lives, you know, even hey, Super Friends. You know, that's you that's worked a little bit on Super Friends as well. I did, I did. Yeah, I did a lot of of uh, Wonder Woman. So I'm real excited to see the new movie. <laughs> yeah, coming oh, out. I, I was going to ask you too. I mean, because yeah. you you were. You you worked uh, on these Disney movies as well. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. some some more than others. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel about the live action films that ha- they've been making? Oh, uh, I think they're super. Um, uh, I really love Cinderella. Yeah, is the humor that they put into it. Yes, uh, yeah. which which is not in the animation. Mm-hmm. Animation has some humor of of, of a kind, but mm-hmm. I thought I was going to die when they they get pushed by the. Uh, pumpkin coach that's growing uh, rapidly yes. they get pushed against the greenhouse glass yeah, yeah. yeah i just thought that was you know the, best the little things like that and kate uh, blanchette was so delicious as the wicked yes. stepmother yes she did a great job yeah. and now they're doing the beauty and the beast uh, uh live action film as well yeah. and uh, they, yeah. they, they got little bits. I, i'm thrilled with that uh th- th- recently they put up the uh, the trailer and it, yes this was a conscious thing they did they based the live action trailer on the animated one. Yes. So they run them side by side. Magnificent. Uh, you can it was see that on the internet. Yes. It looks uh, so good. Even down to the um, his paw coming in and uh, tearing at the painting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's so yeah. good. And uh, just, again, uh, I'm I'm all smiles now. I'm flabbergasted that I'm sitting here <laughs> and being able to talk to you. Um, it, it it's it's an amazing treat for us to have you here on Pop Samurai. Well, this um, has been a treat for me too. Yes. I don't get, often get to talk about uh, what we did. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. So I mean, everybody, you need to get out there, check out Zombie Annihilation. Uh, uh, Philo has done uh, some cover work art for him, as well as uh, he's doing the second book for. Uh, um, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on the Whispers name. From the Whispers Void. from the Void. Uh-huh. Um, please get out there, check them out. They're, they're available at your comic book store near you. Yeah, Whispers from the Void, Zombie Annihilation, good stuff. Uh, Zombie Annihilation, Stone Park, and... Uh, roller Derby Drama. Roller Derby Drama. Where wow. uh, Roller stuff. Derby Girls have superpowers in, in that universe. Yes, it's so good. Nice. I, again, I guess I should end it off because it's getting late, and now I think you should be probably breaking down your stuff as well. So, yes. We're, um, we're, yeah, once again, we're closing the place. La- <laughs> you're closing down right, Charles, yes, Charles and I are always the last people out of a convention. Oh, we Usually. Com- nice. We completely appreciate it because, like, again, you know, taking your time out to uh be on our show there's so much and i'm just gonna do i'm just gonna do a really really uh quick list here uh 
13 Ghosts of Scooby-Doo, The Smurfs, Gem, Pawpaws, Godzilla. Galtar and uh, the Golden Lands. Galtar and the Golden Lands. Galaxy uh, Goofums. Super Friends, Plastic Man, Rickety, Rickety Rocket, <laughs> Galaxy Goofups, Yogi's Space, Space Race, Fang Face, Star Trek, Secret of Nim, uh, Be- Little Mermaid, Beauty and the Beast. Rescuers uh, Re- Down Under. Exactly, Rescuers Down Under. Happily um, Ever After by Filmation. Then we also have Wendy the Pooh. Uh, Heidi's song, Mana Barbera. Roller Coaster yes. Rabbit, uh, rap, rap, Roger Rabbit Short. Yep. Yeah, the Roger Rabbit Short. I, I, Winnie the Pooh I and a Day for You. Yeah, yeah. I actually worked with my father in Winnie the Pooh and Day for You. Yeah, and then you've done uh, the, uh, the Dragon Lair. Uh, Dragons Lair 1 and 2. 1 and 2. Yeah. Wow. Space Cauldron. Space Ace. Space Ace. I'm uh, about to go to a, uh, uh, a video game convention nice. uh, in Pennsylvania. Going to talk about Dragon's Art for the first time in years. Oh boy, I can't wait! wait. I can't wait to hear that. I did know a guy that could beat Space Ace with one quarter. Yeah, and it took—that's hard. That's That's hard. It took a lot. I only made the stuff I could never play the darn thing. (laughs) Yeah, it's now housed in the Smithsonian Institution, though. So I'm very proud of that. Beautiful. You're you're kind of part of forever. Kind of part of a history legend. Legend is perfect. Put it. (laughs) Thank you so much for joining us here. Well, thank you Uh, for uh, having joining uh, joining us here. Two, two, two big fans of yours talking to you is, is great. Hopefully, maybe we'll get you on another one. Oh yeah, uh, in I'd a future to. in a future convention, and maybe sure. we'll talk more in depth about other things that you've done. Sure, because um, it's been we, well, we try to we try to cover as much as we can. Then we'll have more of uh, uh, whispers from the void. Oh, I can't you? wait! Yeah. I can't wait. Uh, so uh, this has been Jelani Hoon, Paul Pack, and Mister Legend, legendary artist, <laughs> and just part of your childhood, folks. Philo Barnhart. Philo. Yeah. Philo. I'm sorry. Philo. That's okay. Oh, a lot of people do that. I've, been, do I've embarrassed myself. <laughs> That's okay. They, in Greece, they do pronounce it Philo. Oh, sorry. <laughs> thank you so much uh, for being here. And well, thank uh, you for having me. Fans out there, thank you much, so much for listening in. Hopefully you enjoyed that. And uh, yeah, catch you later. Okay. All right. Thank you. Oh, that was awesome. fun. Awesome. Yeah. Will our heroes podcast survive? Spread the word, subscribe, and tune in next time. Same Pop Samurai time, same Pop Samurai channel.